The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Greetings, everybody. It's Vlad Harris again, or Vlad Harris, with our Panther Rants podcast. So, we got one more game left of this pit basketball, I guess if you call it a pit basketball season. And it's been disastrous. Final regular season game for the seniors, and of course two of them, our most esteemed seniors, get suspended well, not really suspended. They, they sat the first 10 minutes because they show up to a breakfast late. And supposedly, suppose this has been going on for a, quite some time this season with these two. And, you know, when you're a senior, you got to lead by example. And, well, when you do that, well, there, there you go. And, uh, so I watched it. I mean, I watched the Tormund game. Although. There'll be zero. There'll be zero fucks given. Excuse my language. <laughs> of uh, basically what happens. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Unless he benches those two, but I mean, we all knew that was happening when uh, we saw the starting lineup was announced, and those two were left out. Then uh, to add on to it, Justice Kithcart. One of the uh, recruits from uh, Jamie's class that we uh, were able to keep, he gets dismissed from the team, and I really don't know what happened there, but obviously it wasn't good, or, you know, just may have been a personality conflict, who knows, maybe it just wasn't going to work out, because, you know, he didn't get much playing time. Despite we you know us being even a point guard, so maybe he's just not gonna fit well in Stallings' uh, system, or just personality conflict, or well, I was gonna say failed drug tests, but I don't know that for sure, so I can't really slander the guy. But usually with college athletes, sometimes it's always grades or drug or failed drug tests. But there's that. So, people obviously are going to talk about this. And right now we're drawing the old coach versus the new coach comparisons. And I swear to God, I feel like it's 2005 all over again. When Dave Wanstead took over for Walt Harris. And... Dave was handed a uh, team that just finished 8-4 overall played in the Fiesta Bowl and you could say you know Walt we won this league with a in a decrepit Big East Conference at the time I mean we, we there was no Miami no Virginia Tech I mean we lost two teams I don't think. I mean, that's about. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We yeah, we lost those two teams, and that was it. So there wasn't much to the conference. 
but uh, Pitt somehow managed to still win it, which was which was a, which was an amazing accomplishment. Considering the fact that we graduated Larry Fitzgerald and a lot of key seniors, and it was a young team, and our our feature receivers were Greg Lee and Joe Del Sardo, and you know Greg Lee actually had a breakout season that year. You know Walt had to motivate the hell out of him, but he did great. Del Sardo he did pretty well as you know, himself. And of course, we had a backfield of Kirkley, Tim Murphy, and yeah, Marcus Furman even sh- even showed up for a few games when he wasn't hurt. So, now Pitt managed to win that uh, win the Big East. Well, I mean, it was a three way tie, but Pitt had the tiebreaker because they they lost to Syracuse, but they knocked off BC and West Virginia, which were two big ones. So. But that year, Wanstead had a, uh, you know, he took over our team, and he still had some good good players on the team. He had H.B. Blades, Tyler Palco, quarterback, who had a big year, his first, his first year as a starter under Harris. He had, the, he had Del Sardo and Greg Lee. He had, you know, a bit of help. He had a wealth of talent. Or I should put in quotes, I guess you can say. Because I mean, there were some decent players, but on the on the lines, there was not a lot of speed. Dave managed to uh, go five and six that year, and he lost games that pretty much we probably would have won under Harris. We uh, the higher you game, we should have won. That was a given. That would have made us bowl eligible there. We've been six and five instead of five and six. Nebraska. You could probably put Nebraska as a toss up, but I think you know Pitt probably wins that one under Harris as well. I think he pulls that one off because Nebraska was abysmal in that that year. But other than that, I mean, uh, yeah, they would they would have been bowl eligible under Walt. But uh, their, their other losses, I mean, you know, they got hammered by Louisville, West Virginia destroyed them. Of course, you know, that the other how you and West Virginia losses, I mean, how you and Nebraska losses on top of it. But still, though, I think they would have, you know, they they would they would have been bowl eligible under Walt. The record wouldn't have been as as great, maybe like six and five, seven and four, but they they would have made it. Now, this pit team, if Jamie Dixon was still here, I think they'd have been they would have been tournament eligible. They would have made a tournament, no doubt. I mean, it would have been by a landslide. Now, getting back to what I was saying, sorry about that, I had to pause it. They would have been tournament eligible, but it would have been by a landslide. They wouldn't have, um, they probably would have needed uh, some wins along the way, like last year. You know, because people act like last year, you know, they were just, you know, 
they were a juggernaut last year. Last year, they had to make they had to win some games along the way. Team get to our manager, because they only won 20, 20 to twenty one games last year. And there were some games that they against some a bit you know one game in particular, I believe it was Wake Wake Forest, I believe the, the they, they were horrible. They went over pending over time to beat them. So let's stop acting like you know. Let's stop acting like Jamie left us. The uh, the Michigan the Michigan Fab Five. I mean, let's uh, let's stop acting like he left us that. But um, you know, because obviously people argue it was the same team. Well, not exactly. But you can make the point it is the same team. Dave Wanstead got the head, head, was not the same team, but two different systems, two different personalities, and we saw that with Stallings this year, and definitely with Wanstead that year. Two different systems, two different personalities. So it, it, whatever worked with this staff with, with with this group of Jamie, it wasn't going to work with Stallings. Whatever worked with Harris didn't work with Wanstat. So it happens. So make the argument that these two, yeah, these teams, the 2005 Pitt team and this this team here, you know, they would have made the post, you know, 2005 makes a bowl game, this team prime makes tournament Jamie. You can make that argument. But long term, who knows? That's another story. Because you got to think about it. He graduates young and artist. And it's a dumpster fire. And what if Kithcart flames out? And given how his recruiting was, it was very lackluster towards the end. It caught up to him. He's probably dealing with a mess. And, probably, and given that the fact that he has a new AD, a new boss... New boss is gonna look at that and say, "Yeah, you know, Jamie, we need to talk." So, if anything, Jamie probably made the right move of getting out while he could. But, but to say that Jamie had this—if you look at it now, that Jamie really have his have his program on the, on the up, up, comeuppance or whatever again? Probably not. So it's probably best that he got out of there while his legacy was intact. But Stallings gets a lot of blame for this too. He gave him free, gave his players free reign. I guess maybe the, you know he's up on him a bit. And obviously, there's a reason why Jamie dug into these guys, shackled him a bit because, good lord, look, he's probably happy that he's not, he's not dealing with that mess. I mean, he's going. The, he's with TCU, but he had, a, he had some seniors, and Jamie's got a building project as well. Because I mean, he's going to be going to the NIT, NIT. It looks like, or he's destined to go there after losing some close games. But he graduated as seniors, and he's got a he, he's got a build next year too, and. He's landing better recruits than he did a pit, but 
Are these guys going to be able to play for for him? You know, we're not going. We won't see much until yeah, next next year or two. Same thing with Stallings. So I would just tread lightly on the on the subject. You know, I wish Jamie all the success. I hope he's successful at DCU. But at the same time, I mean, I know we were crazy about Stallings, but if he's successful at Pitt, then really that's all that matters. What matters is how the program's doing. That's it. So regardless, if you want, if you I mean, if you if you're getting some sort of personal validation over this, that you know, this this, this season's making you happy because good because we made, we made Jamie leave. I mean, good lord. Don't cut your nose to spite your face. I mean, I'm not getting any personal validation out of this. I, mean, I like Jamie, but I'm not getting any personal validation out of this. I mean, good lord. To me, what I care, but what I care about is the basketball team right now is 15 and 16, and Lord knows what's going to happen next year. I mean, that's my concern. And really, that's what should be a concern right now is is this. Because we can debate Coach Coach 1 versus Coach 2 and bitch about Jamie, but he's gone. Just let it be. Just focus on what... Focus on our current problems now. Because, you know, it's... Well, you know, it's, this program really is what matters more now. So, I'm done here. How to pit.